From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Who's this? I'm Mr. Busnick's anger management therapist. You're in anger management? Uh, temporarily. Dissembling is a common tool of the anger junkie. Dave, you have a disease. Would you apologize if you were a diabetic? Of course not. So why do you feel you have to apologize because you're suffering from TAS? Um, TAS? Toxic anger syndrome. Ooh. Oh, I don't have TAS. He's angry. It's a sickness, not a crime. Now that's Jack Nicholson from the movie Anger Management, and obviously that's total, total, total nonsense. Because when you're angry, it's not a disease. It's due to something that's happened in your life or to some wrong thinking that you have and you want to work on it. Well, what do you do when you personally have a tidal wave of anger that just doesn't seem to make sense to you? One woman writes to me and she says, you know, my family treats me very well, yet sometimes I literally hate them. I am so cold and short and mean to them. I wish I knew what was wrong. I can't seem to help being angry all the time. I'll answer her question coming up later in the show. And imagine that you're single, good-looking, a good-looking guy, and you're educated, and you have a job as a magazine editor. I mean, that's pretty cool. You don't have any kids. You don't have any addictions, you don't have any diseases, and you don't have any baggage from your past. What would you say about this guy as dating material? Well, I'd say that if this were you, you're a keeper quality, and that's what this guy says. He says he is a keeper quality for any decent woman, but he's got a problem. This is one uh, listener that writes to me. What is his problem? And he says that he is a great, in quotes, friend catch, that none of the women that he associates with want to date him. They don't want to risk losing the friendship status that they have. You know, things don't work out. Once you cross the line and you kiss and you hug and you have make love together, then it's really hard to go back to being, in quotes, just friends. So he wants to know, is his approach to dating wrong? Should he take up an addiction, gambling or smoking? Because then women will finally be attracted to him uh, because, you know, he's broken and now he's got something to fix. And obviously that's silly. But how do you find a soulmate? And I will help this guy coming up. Now, on the news, we occasionally see scenes of men and women returning from a tour of duty, and those moments can be so joyous, so tender, so heartwarming, and happy, and they are happy. But that's only what we see on the surface. What happens in the privacy of these soldiers' lives, the troops that are coming back? What happens in their lives a day later or a few days later or weeks later or months following their return home from a tour of duty? Well, we'd like to think that things settle back to normal and they're all smiles, but that's often not the case. That's unrealistic. The psychological toll of active duty can be quite high. There can be very hidden, painful issues that surface at that time. So what are some of those issues, and how can you help a vet you know cope with them? Later in the show, I'll be talking with Jay White from the Hartford Veterans Center about helping our vets cope with issues that 
can surface when they return home. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And even though it's not therapy, doesn't replace it, it's an opportunity for you to ask a question free of charge that may be eating away at you, some personal issue in your, with your kids or your husband or with yourself or with an in-law or maybe an aging parent or a co-worker, just pick up the phone and give me a call. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. Now, can you make someone love you, someone who treats you poorly? Well, right now, we're going to go to our after-hours line. Hello, Dr. Kenner. This is Monica, and um, I broke up with my boyfriend because he started treating me very poorly, very, very quickly. Before I broke up with him, I asked him several times if he wanted to end things because he just didn't seem like himself. And he just kept saying that he didn't want to. I left him after telling him that if he didn't stop his behavior, I was going to leave him. And now he acts like nothing's happened. He keeps going on with his daily life just as it was. My question is, um... Is there a way to make him want me back, or what? what is the thing to do when something like this happens? You know that this person loves you, but they're putting up a front, acting like they don't. Would it be best to just ignore him, or do I let him know how I feel? Thank you. Well, certainly you want to let him know how you feel. However, I think you're asking the wrong question. How can I make him love me and speak to me? I think you want to stand back and get a wider angle lens here and ask yourself the question, is this man the right man for me? You're observing how he reacts. He's treating you very poorly. Lots of questions that raises, doesn't it? Does he yell at you? Does he swear at you? Does he ignore you? Is he short with you? Is he cheating on you? Is there something going on behind the scenes? Or maybe it's about to happen. He's been flirting with somebody. Is he a closet drinker hiding his drinking from you? You need to know what's going on, but he may not be willing to tell you. So when you stand back with this wide-angle lens, you put yourself in the driver's seat and say, is this the type of man that I want to live with for the rest of my life? Do I want to raise kids with this guy who gets in these moods? He treats me very poorly and it can happen very, very quickly. I would say that one of the key factors you're looking for in a lifetime partner is a closeness, a feeling of being valued, being wanted, which is unquestionable, unmoving. And that's that emotional intimacy that we, that everybody, every healthy person longs for. So he's not communicating. I think you do need to speak your mind, but not to try to force his mind and make him come back to you or make him speak. You can't force another person's mind. But to respect yourself, you need to be able to say, uh, I am totally perplexed. I am totally troubled. I don't know what's going on in our relationship. 
and I don't know if you'll share it with me. I'm hoping you will because I think it will be good f to get everything out in the open for both of us, even if it's negative, even if it's stuff that you've been afraid to tell me. Monica, what you don't want to do is to start chasing him because then you set up a pattern which is very common. You chase him, he distances himself even more. You chase him even more, he distances himself even more. You don't want to get into that pattern. So I re I'll recommend a book. It's at my website, Get a Life, Then Get a Man. It's a darling little book by Jennifer Borden. And what I like in that book is that she emphasizes the need to really be self-respecting. You're choosing a partner, not that you're a needy and you need his affection. You can move on and find someone much better. So maybe this is a good move for you. Uh, maybe a wake-up call to uh, find someone better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kennan. When we come back, what happens when you have a tidal wave of anger with someone in your own family and you don't know why? We'll take a one listener's question coming up in your calls. Toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER on the rational basis of happiness. I'll be back. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by psychologist Drs. Kenner and Locke. Here are five ways of making your partner feel loved and visible. Show encouragement and appreciation. Spend quality time together. Give appropriate gifts. Help out. Touch in a loving, sincere way. Most partners will appreciate all five. However, different people may place different degrees of importance on them. Discover what makes your partner feel loved and visible. If you neglect trying to understand your partner, it conveys that you don't think your loved one is important. Your partner feels invisible and not connected to you on the deepest level. And this undermines your romantic relationship, including your sex life. If you don't understand your partner, even when you do take actions that demonstrate love, they might be the wrong actions. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.